Welcome back to Infused Moods. I am your host, Imani, and I want to say happy Mental Health Awareness Month, first off. Um, I hope you are practicing your self-care and recognizing that self-care is uniquely tailored to to you and it's whatever makes you feel whole and pours the energy and good vibes that you give out back into your spirit so at the end of the day any and everything can wait as as you love on yourself and do things that keep you living your best life your definition of happiness and success is all that really matters ultimately so mental health awareness month is to raise awareness and educate the public about mental illnesses such as the 18.1 percent of americans who suffer from depression schizophrenia and bipolar disorder uh the realities of living with these conditions and strategies for attaining mental health and wellness so i just want to highlight that as this ties into our discussion of the day and i i want to make sure that we bring light to that and that we're not being tone deaf to what's happening in society so right now i am drinking a comfort drink it is sparkling ice's black cherry uh sparkling ice is flavored sparkling water y'all has zero sugar it comes with vitamins and antioxidants and it's 17 fluid ounces of pure goodness i mean it's only five calories and I have replaced all my soda consumption, <clears throat> almost, <laughs> uh, with sparkling ice because, you know, I haven't found one where they've kind of replicated Mountain Dew yet, but almost all my other soda choices have been replaced. So uh, black cherry just seems to be my go-to flavor right now. And it just, it brings me a lot of joy to to open one up. <laughs> um, so I'm going to infuse that drink with two of my favorite zen songs and they come from my favorite jazz band out and they are called snarky puppy so if you don't know about snarky puppy they were founded in about 2003 by uh it's not monday but he can be my man crush monday (laughs) uh michael league and he's their bassist so they were all studying at the University of North Texas in their jazz uh, studies program. And it took them about three years to, you know, from inception of the the, the group to uh, the mega stars, if you will, that they are today. They have such a different sound that it's like a fusion of of actual fusion music and jazz and 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 just soul i mean they're they're amazing and i'm so happy that i discovered them um after being recommended them by my uh fellow musician friends and um yeah i've I've been in love with them ever since i actually got to see them perform in augusta in 2013 it was literally the day after prom y'all and there were uh, it was either at the Savannah Rapids Pavilion or somewhere downtown. And I went with my friends and I got a picture with Michael. I was so excited. Y'all, I still have that picture. Like, you can tell I'm kind of starstruck in the photo. And he's like hugging me like he's known me all his life. Y'all, <laughs> talk about the highlight of my whole high school career. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all, yeah, I'm just, you know, out here with my means. <laughs> 
So uh, if he ever hears this, Michael, I, I appreciate that day. That was um, a great time for me. But anyway, so Snarky Puppy has so many albums. I recommend that you, you get into it uh, wherever you can. You can stream it on YouTube Music, um, Apple, uh, anywhere else that you can find music. But my two highlighted from them are Thing of Gold, which is on their Ground Up album, I believe. And it was released in 2012. So the reason that I like this song is because it gives me so much peace anytime I just feel kind of unbalanced. Um, there's this solo on the keyboard that, and I wish I could play it for y'all, but, uh, copyright, <laughs> but there's a solo on the keyboard where it's like a breakdown almost to the bridge. And I don't know, it just gives me a rush of energy. So I really appreciate that song. And then Snarky always, I want to say does a kind of a family dinner volume. So that's when they do live music performances with other artists, you know, they kind of cover their songs and let them sing or, um, you know, they just give spotlights to, to up and coming and, and, and other diverse music. It's, it's really great. So they have another song with, um, Laura Mulva. I, I feel like I'm butchering that, but it's called sing to the moon. And she, um, is accompanied by Michelle Willis and this isn't a live one I do like her regular rendition but it's something about the snarky puppy mix um, on the family dinner that just takes the the song to another level and what I want to highlight here is when the song starts her voice is so smooth y'all it gives I mean I could probably go to sleep on this song as well but I I'm instantly just put in a calm trance you know I nothing else really matters I'm just listening to Laura's voice and it starts with hey there you shattered in a thousand pieces weeping in the darkest nights hey there you trying to stand up on your own two feet and stumbling through the sky then the pre-chorus goes when the lights go out and you're on your own how you're going to make it through to the morning sun and then the chorus, which is so beautiful for me, is sing to the moon and the stars will shine over you, lead you to the other side. Sing to the moon and the stars will shine over you. Heaven's going to turn the time. So these two songs are my Zen songs. Um, I have a lot more, but they're top tier and they're staples because they got me through a rough time back in 2015, which is why this month is very personal for me. And I've even taken time away from Instagram to recharge and just check in with myself and reflect on how far I've come. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we're going to be very open and transparent today, which is freeing for me because, you know, um, we're all human and we all go through things and everyone's testimony can, can help others, you know? So, um, why not? Why not share and, and be transparent? So in 2015, I want to say that was like the worst year of my life. Um, I was burnt out from, from school, uh, engineering, honestly, just didn't seem like it was fitting for me. Um, I had a very tough professor who 
didn't like me for reasons unknown. I it was it was sexist, it was racist. There was just a lot going on there and a lot to unpack. And um she told me I should change my major and be a nurse. She had no real rationale behind that. She just was like you should you should change your major. This isn't for you. Uh you don't look like an engineer. And for me, because I'm a very optimistic person, I feel like I'm a go-getter. To hear those words, it took me to a place with a, a culmination of other things that just was not healthy. I had also lost a childhood friend. She had just passed. And I wasn't the Imani that everyone knew. And only four people knew that. Um, everyone else just, you know, uh, thought I was my same old self, but I wasn't myself for months. And I credit the following people for, for a lot of who I am today and how I got through. And that's my grandma, Irene Major, my wonderful parents, and my best friend turned brother, um, blood could not make us any closer, Aaron. So when I wasn't myself, they instantly saw it. And I was doing the same routine every day. I would literally, I would wake up, I would go to class, uh, fake the funk, if you will, like people say, and pretend everything was good. And I would run to my room so fast after every class and um, I'd be done for the day because I would be done for the day. You know, I would check out and I'd take a shower. I'd mindlessly watch Netflix um, just for white noise or something. I don't even really know. I don't think I was retaining anything. The TV was just on to just fill the, the space. And then I'd go to bed and I'd cry. Cry, cry, cry. So at some point I would have probably gone to sleep and I woke up and did the same thing again every day um was I eating maybe um I wouldn't say it was healthy meals I was actually and Aaron and I joke about this to this day I was going through um a whole pack of chips ahoy you know like those family packs and stuff I would eat the whole thing by myself um and I just buy that and I'd eat it and Aaron would jokingly come and eat them with me but he knew something was wrong and I was not working out I had already gotten into a nice routine the year before but I just kind of stopped that and I was like mm, I don't need the gym and just I just wasn't doing anything healthy it just was a, a bad space and I didn't want to be here I I don't know how I got to that space per se. So it bothers me when people act like it's a choice or that you'll recognize depression or um, being burnt out. But it, it's not all that simple. It really just creeps up on you until one day you're not, you don't, you realize you don't recognize yourself or or someone close to you will tell you, hey, it's, it's, are you okay? Because you're not you. And I think that's why it's very important that you have to, yes, check in for you but pay attention to the ones that you love around you because it, it makes a difference so what I will always appreciate is that the four people 
who I feel like were my, my guardian angels at that time, when I couldn't talk about what I was going through because I didn't realize what it was. And I was in a low place. They helped me in different ways to heal and get back to, to the money I am today. With my grandma, we talked every week, every Sunday after she would get back from church. And sometimes I would be annoyed because it was more so me just listening to her. Um, and she was a very strong woman. She had the funniest of stories, but, uh, sometimes I just wanted to be like, just listen to me, (laughs) but it was all good. Um, it was the fact that she was probably my biggest fan, believed in so much of my dreams and goals that the warmth of her voice calmed me and helped me get through each week. All I needed to do was just hear her say my nickname or, you know, ask about my day and I was okay. And so I appreciated that. And, and she knew something was wrong with her grandbaby, but we didn't have to talk about it. She just knew what she was doing was helping. And I, I appreciated that. Um, and, and she always made sure at the holiday time, especially in that year, that I felt good and I had my apple pie and, you know, just traditional things that that enriched my life. So um, I, I appreciated her, her comforting voice. Um, and then my mom, she knew something was wrong before I even knew something was wrong. Moms are so goaded that they... They just sense the littlest things. If you get off, if your voice changes, just, you know, it's that mom intuition has to be. And she kept it all the way real with me. She was like, you need to leave this school. You need to get out and you need to go somewhere else. Because I think she knew if I had stayed any longer in that place, I would have self-destructed. And that would not have been good for anyone especially with me being so young and having so much to to live for it was just best that we we got out then so she helped me apply to Georgia Southern get all my stuff together and 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 leave that place and I appreciate her because she didn't push she did it very gently and she was with me every step of the way and there was no judgment I didn't have to say anything um It was just understood that I was not happy and I was not who I usually was. So something had to change. And then my dad, he brought about what is now my my highlight, my my own mental reset um, to this day is more camping trips. So we've been camping for a very long time, almost 16 plus years, and we camped so much in that time span that it's it's ingrained now that if I don't get out and have a camping trip and you know just have a, a off the grid and recharge, I go like, whoa, yeah, I need to rebalance myself. I need to go get out and be in nature. So I, I appreciated that, and the two of them would drive from Augusta, Georgia to savannah just to look me in my face and check on me in person and i tell you a parent's love is unmatched and i'm so grateful for for 
being blessed with the parents that I have. I, I don't know how I would be doing this life thing without them. They're very near and dear to me, and I'm eternally grateful for all that they did for me during that time. And last but not least, my brother, because I feel like calling him a best friend does a disservice, but my brother, he was on my every move. Do you understand? Like if I deviated, if I felt like I wasn't going to go to class or something, Aaron was like a second parent. He was like, what are you doing? Why are you not sticking to the routine? Why didn't you go get some groceries today? You need to go get some groceries. Let's go. And again, he knew I was eating a whole bunch of Chips Ahoy, but he didn't let me do it alone. He made sure that I would get out of my apartment. I would hang with him and our other friends, Jamal and Ayende. And they all kind of just took me under their wing. And it didn't need to be said, but they made sure I was straight. Like they knew something had shifted, but no one made me feel small for having for going through a change that I didn't recognize so um yeah I, we'd go to Walmart um he'd be like well you need to go work out <laughs> you mean like he he just was on me and at first I was very upset with him because I, it almost felt like he was bullying me but he wasn't it was just he cared and he knew that if he didn't give like the tough love or say hey you need to 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 to, to get out of this um, uh, who knows? It, it just, he just was doing his best to show love and, and check on me. So, um, yeah, after that, I went on a tour to Georgia Southern. I got in and it was a complete 180. I feel like I should have gotten there sooner, but I didn't know. And my life was so much better for that transfer I excelled academically. I got into undergraduate research. I just thrived. It was like a new wind. And all four of the people who I just spoke on, they were all in support of it. They knew I needed it. And they were just happy that I was I was back to me. And, and I'm very grateful to Georgia Southern because they don't realize how much they poured back into me and, and, and motivated me to keep at engineering and bring about the success that I knew I was capable of and ever since I've honestly um I found purpose again and 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 I learned to check in on myself and figured out why I was doing this life thing and this engineering thing you know and just very blessed and grateful for the angels I had as I went through that time. So as I reset this weekend on my nature appreciation, um, I was, I was camping, I was at the lake and it led up to this Sunday reset. And I call them Sunday resets because every week I check in with myself on Sunday and I say, Hey, are we doing okay? Are we feeling depleted? What areas do we need to turn up on more or what do we need to reduce? And, um, I just do things that make me happy. Self-care for me has become every day, which, hey, it's, that's fine. Because as I said, it's it's unique to the person. And for me, I just feel like I need to spoil myself every day <laughs> because it's, it's one rotation in this life. And it just makes me feel better. Um, and that's all that matters. And I would say I've been doing pretty well since that year. I almost had a setback uh two years ago when 
my beloved grandmother passed um, two years ago next week. And that was just so much at once that I wasn't really sure how to process any of that. Uh, never really had such a close death. And it all happened within the span of a week. And I was a new college graduate. I had just started my mechanical engineering job and it just felt like so much and there was you know other things going on I was like I just don't have time for this like I (laughs) literally was like "I, I don't have time for this to happen and then she passed and it it was a toll mentally and spiritually and I'm always probably going to be impacted by that but what I will say is that I didn't fully go to a dark place because I looked at it as I just gained a an angel a guardian angel for life and now I have someone to make proud on the you know spiritual realm side and she's always going to be with me and pushing me so I was okay it gave me peace um, and then it just pushed me to go harder, <laughs> to go harder in my career, go harder for what I will and won't, um, accept in my life and to just never diminish myself. Um, because I'm, I'm living for my, my grandmother's legacy as well. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like even more so I'm covered by, praying ancestors or praying grandmother praying parents and friends and now I have recognized that my support system is bigger than I ever imagined it to be that I'm not alone and I should never feel alone that's just tricks of the mind and I have a person that I can reach out to at any time you know um, all my friends um, my family my co-workers who are now like cousins they all pour into me and I wouldn't have life any other way Um, I can now recognize when something is no longer conducive to me and I remove it. When work feels overwhelming, I check out. I say this is enough for today and I will return to it tomorrow when I can be better equipped to handle this. And um, again, I'm checking in with myself all the time because I come first and I have to be selfish with me and protect my peace. Simple. So that's my my motto that's the way I'm living life now and I owe it all to that that transitional time um do I feel like you can learn that lesson without going through all of that of course yes but for me I think it was I had to slow down I had to um grow through what literally what I was going through so um and now I make sure that I check in on those who I love as well because you never know what someone is going through you really do not know and people are great actors and actresses they can put on a smile and they are hurting so all I'll say with that is check in on yourself check in on your friends and family always put you first but try to recognize that Others are trying to put themselves first as well, and they may be dealing with silent battles. Um, practice your self care, do not miss 
however that looks, make sure you're doing it. Make sure it's a routine or that, you know, you're always returning back to genuine sources of happiness for you, not what other people are deeming as happiness. What is happiness in a good life for you? And keep and keep that up. And live live your best life no matter what anyone thinks. <laughs> you're the you're the star player here, so it doesn't matter what what the world thinks, Craig. <laughs> so um with that that'll wrap up this i guess this is the first official episode right it's not a trailer anymore we're we're out here we're live baby (laughs) so have a great week practice that self-care check in on yourself um pour into yourself as you pour into others and we will chat soon go in love and light and take care